0: So you just completed your goal spring race. Maybe you ran a half marathon or a marathon. Maybe it went great. You ran a new personal best and are static. Or maybe it didn't go that well at all. Maybe you kind of cratered in the second half of the race and you're just not happy about it. But if you've been training for this race for months on end, peaked for it, regardless of the outcome... You're going to be a better athlete for taking some time off after this race, rather than just keep going on and on and on with your training. Welcome to the Night and Runs podcast. This is Coach Chris, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about how taking time off after a goal race is an essential part of the overall training experience, and consistency means taking planned breaks at certain times we're going to get into how to implement that why to do it when to do it and for how long you should choose to take time off if you want to keep improving and become the best runner that you can be today's episode is brought to you by the night and runs training group on patreon If you'd like to join a community of athletes who are all working together to become better runners, check out patreon.com slash night and runs. When you join, you'll be able to download the training plans that I've written for marathons, half marathons, 5k, 10k, base building, speed development, and get support for your training along the way from me and other members of our community. I want to give a shout out to a couple of folks who joined the training group in the past week or so, uh, Nathalia and Tim, welcome to the team. Happy you're here and good luck with your training. Any questions that you guys have, just put them in the community and tag me and I'll be happy to help you out. And if you'd like to find your next training plan as well, just go to patreon.com slash night and runs. And you're going to find plans that incorporate really all the theory that I talk about here on the podcast and within my book, Run Faster Marathons, The Proven Path to PR, including the importance of taking time off after a big goal race. Okay, so really there are six phases of training for any race. The first phase is your base building. The second and third phases are um, specific to the event you're training for. Maybe it's for a marathon, you're gonna develop your speed in the second phase of training. And then as you get closer to the marathon, you're gonna work on your endurance in in the third phase of training. After you've gone through the base building phase, the speed development phase, and the endurance building specific phase for marathon training, you get to a point of peak training. And then from that, you need to taper down leading into your race day before you can have your big race day performance. So uh, phase one, base building phase two, speed development phase three, your race specific quality phase endurance for the marathon four is the taper and then five, is how you actually feel on race day and you're ready to run the best, run better than you've ever felt before. But whether your race goes good or bad, your training doesn't just stop and it can't just continue after your big peak performance. You've got to go into the sixth phase of training, which is post-race recovery. And that's what we're going to talk about here. A lot of passionate runners neglect the sixth phase of training. They neglect recovery. Improvement is all about finding the correct balance between stressing your body through hard work and taking proper rest to allow for growth and improvement from all that hard work that you're doing. Without enough rest, hard work is actually just going to make you stagnate or, or get worse You need to have an equal amount of rest to the hard work that you're doing to to benefit from that amount of hard work. So taking time off after a huge peak race performance, good or bad, it's essential to allow your body to recover and soak in the benefit of that goal race. There's also a lot of mental benefits to doing this as well, which I'm going to get into. So most of the athletes who I coach, and if you're, a, if you're a really serious marathoner, you should probably be thinking about your training in terms of two seasons. So you have a spring season, maybe you're training for a race like the Boston Marathon in April, and then you have a fall season where maybe you're training for another race like the Chicago Marathon in October. And in order to get to a point where you can run those races better than ever before, you need to go through a very lengthy preparation, three, four, five, or six months of progressively harder training to get to a state of peak fitness that you can taper off of, let your full fitness emerge, and then run a fantastic race. You're going to be in top condition right before the end of your season, but that peak condition that you're in is very delicate. You can only really maintain it for a short window of time. The excessive amount of mileage that you're running and the intensity that you're running in order to reach your peak, it's going to put significant stress on you as a runner. And you know you can do your best to try to maintain a high level fitness for, for a while, but realistically, you can only maintain your peak fitness for a fairly short period of time you know, the couple weeks, maybe a month or so, and then it's going to be gone. Regardless of the outcome of your, your season goal race, you've got to take time off after it to let your body heal from all the, all the hard work, all the training, um, all the, all the damage that might even be under the surface from the training and from the race itself. And then you also need a mental break as well. It's going to help avoid burnout and break this, this feeling of feeling that you need to be going hundred percent all the time. So there's three reasons that you need to schedule time off after a big race. And this is a, a key part of the training plan. The first is to become, is to overcome performance stagnation. Taking insufficient rest, like I said, it's one of the main reasons why people don't see improvement. Passionate runners are going to work really, really hard. But over time, your body is going to adjust to that. You're not going to improve as much anymore. And if you're not taking enough rest between hard workouts and if you're just training week after week after week and not not ever taking a break, it just kind become, of becomes your new normal. When you take a, a lengthy break after a big cycle, you do lose a teeny tiny bit of fitness and you detrain, but your new normal when you start your next training block is going to be a lot higher than it was when you began your last training season over the course of your next training cycle you're going to be able to build up to a higher point if you've ever experienced a plateau you can know how frustrating it is to feel like you're doing all this hard work but you're not getting better often this is because your training has gone stale because perhaps you've been you've been working out too hard for too long and taking a break is going to allow you to reset And start fresh again. So this is one of the key reasons why we want to take a break after a goal race rather than just keep pushing through. You need to give yourself that reset for your body to, to avoid stagnation. Because you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and expect to keep improving. The second thing is to avoid mental burnout. Running is a long-term game. Athletes are going to develop over the course of 10 years or more of consistent running, and you can enjoy running for decades beyond that. Running every single week or every single day, year-round for a decade or more, it's harder, impossible to do that and, and simultaneously be running at a high level. I don't think it's really healthy to be going full throttle like that at all times. You want to have phases in your training where you're, you know, resting more or doing easier running and you're doing harder running or, or peaking for a race, right. Or, or running that race. You don't just want to be doing the same thing all the time. You want to be going through these phases. It's going to keep it varied and it's going to you know just just keep you excited about what's next um, and not just think that you know you need to go out and do these runs every single day often at the end of a long training cycle you might be kind of tired of running and training you maybe have been doing it for a long time like 4 months 5 months without break taking time off after a race is going to give yourself the ability to get excited about running again. You know, after a marathon, you want to not run for a while until you get excited about it again. And then, and only then, when you're really excited, do you want to get back out the door and start doing it. I think that's a really helpful way to enjoy the sport long-term. And then the third reason why taking time off after a race is so essential is to stay healthy, to prevent physical injury running nonstop week after week after week forever. It's not only going to lead to performance stagnation. It could also lead to getting hurt training at a high level sometimes requires pushing your limits a little bit and kind of being on this edge of how much can you handle T- to really see improvements. You do need to be challenging your body but you can't challenge yourself so much that it leads to some kind of an injury. You know, a lot of times people make it through a training cycle and are in great shape, but maybe they're a little bit banged up or maybe there's something under the surface, like early stages of tendonitis or perhaps even a stress reaction that you're not even really aware of, but there could be something there. Or maybe you've been nursing an injury just to get to the starting line. Or maybe during the race itself, you develop some kind of a minor injury, regardless of the case. Or even if you think you're perfectly healthy, you do want to take some time off after a big race so you can let everything heal before you get back into it. I really think this is in your best interest. And taking time off after a race, this is something that professional athletes do as well. I mean, plenty of fantastic professional marathoners take 2 weeks maybe even a month off of any kind of serious running after you know a big race that they do if it's good enough for professionals it's good enough for amateurs as well we don't just want to be running every day forever so how much time should you take off after a goal race well i think for a marathon It's really smart to take a full two weeks off of training. So, you know, if you ran something like the Boston Marathon or the Providence Marathon here in this May, you'd want to take like two full weeks off, no running at all after that. I really think that's in your long-term interest, uh, both your your physical performance as well as your, your mental health and enjoyment of the sport. A lot of people push back when I tell them to take two full weeks off. Sometimes I'll say, okay, let's compromise. Take one week off. And then that second week, maybe run every other day, but have it be very casual. Don't think about it as training and, um, just, just run for fun. Just enjoy it. Don't, uh, don't think of it as, as training or or work in any kind of way. But, you know, really, after a marathon, two weeks off I think is smart to do, and it's actually good. And it's kind of the point of forcing yourself to take time off to get a little stir crazy, because you want to take this time off and then think like, okay, I, I really want to go run again. I <laughs> I hate not running. This this is terrible. Like I don't know what to do with myself. But you need to give yourself that amount of time to really want it to get hungry, to go through your next training cycle and give it your best again. You don't want to start a training cycle still feeling kind of burnt out from the previous one. And that's why two weeks after a marathon is so crucial for shorter races, half marathon, um, maybe peaked for something like a five K or 10 K or, or the end of a track season. I think one to two weeks off is good there's There's nothing wrong with taking a full two weeks off. and I think from a from a mental perspective, it's probably a good thing to do. I think it's gonna let you enjoy running longer um, for, for many years to come, decades to come. If you take two weeks off, you know, twice a year. But since it's only you know half the distance of a marathon, you could probably be okay with one week off. You know, as long as you're feeling good, to, to start running again, you feel like everything's healed. You can kind of ease back into things in that second week. And if you peaked for something like an ultra marathon, you know, 50 K or higher, 50 mile or hundred or that kind of thing, you might need more time off. I mean, I would probably take at least two to three weeks off of, of any running. Um, the ultra distances really can, can, can cause a lot of a lot of damage to our bodies and to our nervous system. Um, it's pretty common f- actually for people to get sick after an ultra or after a full marathon, um, just cause kind of how much it does to our body really puts us through the ringer. So two weeks off for a marathon one to two for a half or anything shorter. And if, you, and if you've run an ultra take two or three and don't expect to be back at, you know, full health, full running for like a month after doing a marathon or an ultra, um, you should just expect that the month after that race, you know, if you really give it your all, you're going to be taking time off or kind of easing back into things. So, you know, if you're going to take this time off, what should you do during that time? I think whatever you want to do, really pure rest, rest, being a couch potato for two weeks. It's totally fine. I mean, letting some of your, your diet habits (laughs) go. Sure. What just give yourself rest. Um, you know, relax. Don't think about training. You want to be setting yourself up to come back to training, feeling really excited and motivated and get all your, your habits back in line. Um, but you know, with, with my athletes, I, I check in with them a couple of times during their rest periods, but really I just want them to take a break from training. I don't want them to think about it. Um, physically, I don't want them to do anything that they think is for their physical fitness. You know, any kind of exercise you do during a, during a rest period, uh, it should be fun. It should be play. Um, it shouldn't be for, for exercise or for your health or anything like that. You know, it's just, um, for getting better, right? It's just, just for fun. So, you know, I love hiking. I love riding bikes. I like kayaking. Um, I, I like yoga, but I don't do it very much. Um, but those are kind of, those are like things that I will often prioritize during my rest periods after a big race. Um, and I'm, you know, able to take advantage of these activities that sometimes I neglect, even though I'd like to do them more often because for most of the year I'm prioritizing running it's the summer here. Um, I like to to go to the beach and swim. I kind of want to learn how to surf this year. You know, that's a great thing to do during a rest period. You know, it's fun. It's play. It's not really exercise for the purposes of getting better. Like that's not really the point. So you can do some stuff, but it should be restful, you know, fun activities, not hard work, not training. Um, I don't want to write a training plan for what someone should do during their rest period. It's take some time off. And if you want to do nothing at all, just just put your feet up, catch up on movies, you know, (laughs) that's fine. You don't have to do any kind of exercise at all. By giving yourself time off after a race, you're going to be motivated again. If you, if you love running you're gonna you're gonna start to to miss it pretty quickly. You know, after a week of no running, you're probably really gonna want to be back out there again. After two weeks, you might be getting kind of stir crazy. Like it's hard to go a full two weeks without running sometimes if you love running. But if you can appreciate that these planned rest periods are such an important part of your your training plan, of your, your overall training journey and career as a runner, then, then you understand why they're so important and you can make the most of that time off, you know, really enjoy it and soak it up. So I'm actually taking one week off right now, um, after my spring racing season, um, next week, I'm going to kind of start to jog a little bit and then I'm going to get into my Chicago marathon training. Um, But I have this topic on my mind right now as it's the middle of May and I'm transitioning from spring season to fall season. I want to make sure that I take at least a week off, no running at all, you know, feel 100% physically rested and mentally really excited to take on what I have are, you know, some pretty ambitious goals for the Chicago Marathon. So... If you are listening to this right now and you've completed your main goal race for the spring and you have a fall race uh, way off in the distance and you haven't taken a proper break yet, I would really encourage you to do so. And, you know, once you've taken that break, get back to running, feeling 100% physically and hopefully more excited than ever Ever before to go after those goals you have for yourself. Taking time off after a race is as essential as the running itself, and that's why I include it as the sixth phase of marathon training. You can't neglect it. If you want to be your best, you need to take time off. All right. That is all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for listening to the Night and Runs podcast. If you learned anything, enjoyed the show today, I'd love it if you just make sure to subscribe in your listening player. And, you know, if you really love it, I'd appreciate it. Review those two actions really help a lot and kind of sharing this podcast with anyone else like you who might benefit from it. And before you go, I just want to let you know three different ways that you can become a better runner today. The first one is be sure that you get a copy of my book, Run Faster Marathons, The Proven Path to PR. The middle section of that book, I talk more in depth about these six phases of marathon training. Uh, The last section, yep, post-race recovery, which we kind of talked about today. But we also talk about all the different phases of training to get there And how to perform your best on race day, which is kind of the most important thing. You can get a copy of it on Amazon in paperback or Kindle. Just search for Run Faster Marathons, The Proven Path to PR. Second thing is, if you'd like to download training plans that are based upon that book and the concepts I talk about here on the show... Just go to patreon.com slash night and runs, and you can join the night and runs training group where you can download the plans that I've made for the marathon, half marathon, and all the races shorter than that that are going to help get you faster. And you can get support from me and my community with any questions that you have as training progresses. And the third thing is, uh, if you have been listening to these shows and you, you know, feel like you resonate with me and you think you might want to work one-on-one with me as athlete and coach, you can apply for one-on-one coaching and become a Knight and Lion on my website. You just go to knightandruns.com coaching to learn all about it and you can submit an application on there to set up a time to chat and see if we'd make a good team. we've pretty much wrapped up the spring racing season for just about all of my athletes now. And we're kind of going through this, this rest period and starting to get back into it. Got a lot of athletes going to be training for Chicago, New York city, Philadelphia, Marine Corps marathon, CIM, um, whole bunch more. I probably, I can't even think about right now, but we got the big ones covered It's going to be a fun summer and great fall. Really happy with how the spring marathon season went for everyone. And yeah, looking forward to an even better summer and fall. So keep it up, everyone. Hope your running's going well. And until next time, bye.